Once upon a time, there were millions of businesses struggling. Every day they wasted time, effort, and energy on repetitive tasks that added no value. One day, the Better Automation podcast by Processio came to help them find a way. Because of this, these businesses save time, reduce costs, innovate, and make better decisions. Because of that, these businesses grow, scale, and use human creativity to change this world. Hello, my name is Aziz, and I'm your host at Better Automation Podcast by Processio, where I interview the world's top experts and share their very best ideas on how to improve automation in your businesses, processes, and life. My guest today is Camille Franceschi. Camille is a graduate of Université Paris-Dauphine, a research university specialized in organization and decision sciences. Camille is the co-founder of JuneBot.com, a no-code chatbot builder to automate in minutes your recurring interactions. JuneBot is accelerated by the Zendesk Acceleration Program and the famous incubator HSA, and it is based at Station F in Paris, which is the world's biggest startup campus. Camille, how are you today? Uh, I'm fine. Thanks, you. Thanks, Aziz. Very good. We will speak a lot about JuneBot. We will speak a lot about everything. But I want to begin with how is it to be a French woman entrepreneur in 2022? Are there challenges? Is it easy? Are there anything you needed to overcome? Tell me your experience. Um, you know, I um, I grew up around uh, men, if I can say, because uh, I uh, I started to work in finance, so in um, in a trading floor, so it's very full of testosterone, and then I uh, I work even as a developer. So, you know, being a woman entrepreneur today is not something I feel uh, uh, different regarding the interaction with men. It's always uh, it's also full of men and I don't feel uncomfortable being around uh, all those men and uh, I'm more like a challenging uh, person. So uh, I feel there is a challenge then. Uh, if it's just for men, you know. I love that. That's absolutely wonderful. And then about JuneBot, what's the story? How did the idea come to be? How did you decide, you and your co-founder, to go to this direction? Um, with my co-founder, we previously worked in a company which was a, um, a marketplace for recruitment um, in services. And uh, the idea was to be able to find three uh, candidates uh, quickly to serve, for example, uh, to to work in a shop or in a restaurant, you know. Uh, so the thing is that we 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 have um, we created a, a, an operation process. Uh, to qualify the candidates and make them create a video, etc. But the thing is that the the form was too long. People never finish it and uh, it never worked. So we continuously had to call the people. So in the end, we lost a lot of time. And then 
we stopped it. We just evolved in other companies and then uh, the chatbot uh, movement arrived and we thought like, oh, if we if we knew about this conversational way to 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 collect data, maybe it would have been better to to we had a maybe we would have a better conversion rate and it would be easier for the people to to answer to to our questions. And then we started to to think about a widget to add to websites uh, to take um, see the resume and ask a few qualification questions. That was the uh, the beginning of uh, Junebot. That the, and then we evolved to a larger yeah <laughs> to a larger uh, industry. I really love that, and it makes me notice. <laughs> that you created an ideal kind of process, but it was too long, people didn't finish the forums, and therefore you needed to adapt or find a way that works. Is this correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was too long. The completion rate was too low. And uh, yeah, we, we finished by calling them. When someone is using Junebot to create a process, do you recommend they start with the minimum, like? the MVP of the process and then grow it from there rather than design the ideal chatbot um, flow. And then because it could be too long, too big, too complex for reality, like how do you go about it? Because there are two schools of thought. Some will say, look, if people begin operating, they will do the easy thing and therefore it's not optimal. It's just what is instinctive to them. So you need to spend time designing the whole process theoretically perfect and then implemented in reality while others say look there is a difference between theory and practical reality have people do their thing to create a minimal process and then adapt and iterate based on what the users are doing which one do you agree with is it both what do you recommend to, for example junebot users to approach creating the flow they will use uh, the answer is uh, is both actually because it depends on the use case. Uh, I was talking to you about uh, recruitment before, but uh, today people use it for many use cases, so it's very different. Um, some people have a lot of questions to ask, so if they can, of course, if you can reduce it, it's always better. But um, in some cases, it's, it's compulsory, and for people who would say. Usually people think they need to ask a lot of things. So they start like that. They see that the completion rate is not uh, hoo hoo. So they reduced a bit and then they, they, um, they are happy with it. But the thing is that in the end, uh, if we take uh, like the example of the recruitment, um, the end is the how many p did I successfully recruit people on time? Uh, because you can have thousands of applications, but if they are not good, um, you, you lose time, you know, qualifying it again. So the chatbot can qualify it, so maybe you will lose people, but you are sure that at the end, in the end you will call always the good ones and you save time and you, and you have your recruitment uh, process done. It's very interesting. And I will ask you, since you said before you were an employee and now you're an entrepreneur, the hardest thing about entrepreneurship is that it's chaos until you find your product market fit. 
How was the process of finding the product market fit for Junebot? How do you know when you found it? Are you still searching for it? Is it stressful? Tell us the whole chaotic experience because maybe other entrepreneurs or people who desire to be entrepreneurs could be comparing themselves and thinking, oh my God, I'm trying so hard, but I'm not finding that magical product market fit. So to either tell them it's normal to be confused for a long, long time dealing with uncertainty or to tell them, oh, this is what we did. You should try these ways in order to get uh, to a more successful startup rather than trying, failing, failing, failing without finding any product market fit. I can't say that we found the project market fit because, um, you know, when you have it, you know, you have it and I don't think we have it. So, <laughs> but at least we, we can, we have, um, we are, um, uh, we can um, how do we say that we we can have we can live with the company which is uh, huge um, uh, so that's a, a relief um, but um, you know you the good thing we have today is that uh, we have uh, clients who are very happy um, and they bring other clients uh, people finds us uh, people find us through word of mouth most of the time so that's a good sign and um, about trying things we did that a lot um, maybe the best thing to do is to try but with a strategy and from the beginning to the end and then if it didn't work go to another one not trying to do everything at the same time so um, this is our platform. So you start uh, without chatbot, and unlike my account full of ones, but uh, you can create a chatbot from scratch or um, through a template. And uh, if I start from scratch, you will see that you can create a chatbot very easily. So um, you know the way you build chatbots. Um, on Junebot is that you just add blocks and you link them together. So here you have what we call a button block. So you ask a question and then you suggest some predefined answers. And to just to, to go to the next question, you add another block and you link them together. So if I click on preview here, I can see the first question with the three buttons like here and if i click here i'm a current current customer and i have a question the chatbot will ask my name so really it's very intuitive uh, no code required and um, very easy to use and um, you have all the blocks you need to build uh, your conversation you can even uh, ask for a file, um, you have rules behind questions, you can add uh, text, images, videos, emojis, so you can really customize, customize it. And if you want to do kind of complex things, you can do it. For example, you can create a scoring system if you qualify leads or if you create a quiz. So you can do that with uh, calculation and viable blocks. Um, you can create very custom conversational paths depending on previous answers. So 
Uh, if you ask specific question and you expect some answers, then you can create rules and the user will follow a specific conversational path. You can do that with the logic jump block. And um, you can also track your performance everywhere you want. Um, if, you, for example, you you want to book a Calendly meeting somewhere, you can track it um, using the conversion block like like that. And uh, we have also a JavaScript block. It can be a bit uh, scary, but in fact, it, you can just add a, a few lines of code and it, uh, it will be executed. And uh, it can be very interesting if you run Facebook or Google Ads, as you can send events uh, to Facebook, Google, and even Google Analytics also. So it's a, a great way to, to send um, your data to your analytics tool. Um, you can also conduct A-B tests, uh, a uh, very useful uh, if you have doubts about a certain question, the way you ask it, etc., and you want to improve your completion rate. And um, as a no-code tool, uh, JuneBot is, very, is uh, well integrated with other, uh, co uh, other uh, tools. So you can trigger an email, you can do an integration with Zapier, so you can send a, a text message, you can uh, uh, send a Slack notification when you want, so it's very powerful. And um, we, uh, we have a native integration with Google Sheets, so you can send all your data into Google Sheets. And the good thing is that uh, you don't see here um, uh, make block, but uh, you can do a make integration. You just have to use the webhook block. And um, it's very, very, very powerful because with make, you can send data, um, the data you collected from Junebot to, I don't know, Airtable, but you can also in, in live during the conversation take information from your Airtable and use it during the conversation with your chatbot. So it allows you to do uh, really uh, very, very, very powerful things. And um, yes, that's pretty much it for this uh, quick demo. Thank you. I like it. And I find it really, really powerful that people can actually nowadays create very useful things that would have required the whole team of developers and things like that for their business. So it's giving access to me. I think about it's like YouTube, for example, before you would have needed a studio, a TV station, so many things. And now anybody with their phone can make a video and share their knowledge, their expertise, their perspective on YouTube in seconds or on Instagram or wherever. So no code is that for software or for marketing, etc. You spoke about Junebot. I love all the blocks and the I would recommend to any person to speak with clients so that they understand which tracks are usually the logical tracks that people go through to buy, what questions usually each kind of person will have. So it's not about guessing, it's about always understanding your customers. But do you have plans for the future for JuneBot that you're working on? I don't know, like uh, the ability to um, read uh, the answers that are uh, written in human form 
or AI or anything like that, since that's something that a lot of companies are focusing on integrating within their tools. Okay. Um, we are, um, Dunbot is a self-service uh, SaaS. So it, we are targeting more SMBs and startups than uh, big groups. And, uh, you know, uh, if you are a big company um, and you have a, a big call center with thousands of people uh, uh, answering to questions all the time by phone, maybe uh, having a chatbot able to do this job uh, would be interesting. Uh, so you can invest months and a lot of money trying to build this this AI. Um, but for all many cases, I would say like, I don't know, 90% of the cases, a chatbot rule-based like ours is, is very fine. So we don't plan to create um, the AI part. Actually, you can do, if you really want to do a, use AI into June, but you can do it through a webhook block, uh, but you need to build the AI yourself with Dialogflow or something else. But no, it's not the direction we will take. It's more about uh, focusing again and more on the automation of repetitive uh, interaction. And uh, like I told you, people use it uh, for recruitment, they can also use it for giving interactive lessons. And for that, um, there is a feature uh, to give you an example we would like to develop is to the ability for the chatbot user to send the video. Uh, so, you, you know, when you pre when you qualify a candidate and you and you offer him the ability to to create a video, you're, you you just again um, automate another part of the recruitment process so it's uh, it's all good for everybody and people are used to get uh, recorded now so this is the kind of um, things we want to go through uh, more automation more no code more customization but we don't want to be an omni-channel uh, uh, or uh, ai chatbot Thank you. That's very important because it's being customer focused rather than product focused where you're not just adding features just because they seem cool, but based on the real needs and requirements of the users. And I will ask you something that I'm curious about and maybe other people, because France is not known for its entrepreneurship culture, and, but at the same time, if they do something, whether because of the culture, the language, the people, it will be different and innovative. So what does it happen? Let's say I'm a startup, I'm a solopreneur, I'm doing it on my own in my home or whatever. What's different between the help you get when you're part of an accelerator at, as well as a startup uh, campus? Like, what difference is it compared to you and your co-founder if you stayed in your garage or whatever doing all the work um, and using books and uh, like courses online and whatever? What difference does it add to the startup experience to be part of an accelerator as well as uh, something like Station F? Um, I can... Um... I can tell you on that because we started uh, in the garage and then we we enter into station F. So uh, the thing is that you when you are alone in your garage, you do the mistakes and 
you don't talk to to others and you you do you do mistakes so then you you lose time you know and uh, and being with other uh, at station f or or within the hcc incubator it helps you to to go to talk to someone else who is doing the same business as you uh, and you ask question and uh, you go you you get feedback and you know that there is things you you need to avoid to do you just you just uh, gain time on that because you have the feedback of everybody and you don't do the thousand mistakes uh, you do usually when you start from nothing and you know nothing so yeah uh, entrepreneur uh, helps uh, help each other and with the hsc incubator we also have access to experts so it, it it's really helpful Thank you. And I will play the devil's advocate a little bit because uh, startups are a very unique beast in that nobody really knows the correct thing because you mentioned mistakes and I understand that. But sometimes mistakes are what allow for innovation. It's I think about it, it's like um, the evolution of species or whatever that genetics keep on varying making mistakes but some of those mistakes become unicorns or the next uh, evolution so how is it possible to balance i thinking about it in an entrepreneurial way of thinking not restricting or having a formula for a startup, which will mean mm, there won't be as much variety in the innovation because everybody's trying to do it correctly. And at the same time, allowing for the beautiful mistakes that can create the next unicorn. What is your perspective and thought about this? I think that uh, maybe um, you can avoid to do common mistakes and you just do the right mistakes to become the unicorn, <laughs> something like that. Uh, you know, the thing is that also when people will give you feedback, they will give feedback uh, related to their own business. But every business is different. So sometimes you can listen to advice from someone else, but it's not the good advice for your company. So in the end, you will do mistake anyway. So <laughs> the thing is just to go fast, uh, faster as possible. Thank you. I love this. So I will contrast with something that a lot of people talk about, whether uh, Seth Godin or not, where, okay, if you go into a lean startup uh, process, the premise or the assumption or the way of thinking is this, customers are there, they have needs, understand their needs, and then create something that gives them what they want. So you are serving them. While there are some people like Seth Godin who will say that's being a hacker or selling your personality for money. I'm, I mean, I know it sounds uh, negative, but and what he's saying, look, if you create your truth, th that is your passion and following it, you'll suffer, you will not make that much money. But in the end, you will have a happy life because you lived your reality. And I see a lot of entrepreneurs doing that, whether it's a mistake or not, where they're not thinking about the customer. They're thinking, what do I love? Let me create a SaaS or a product or a startup about that. And often they don't find product market fit. 
but in many ways they're following their soul <laughs> you know what i mean while some others could create uh, a startup that is doing the product market fit they're doing all that and all they do in the end is sell that business to start a passion business that will be harder to do but follows their own heart and all that i know it doesn't have to be a contradiction but sometimes it is what's your perspective on this from my perspective it would be very difficult to to walk into a business i don't like just because it's an opportunity um for the chatbot industry uh, you know uh, you can do it many ways but we wanted to do a self-service platform we are in love with no code and automation so that's why junebot is like that today um otherwise maybe it would have been easier to do service uh, related to chatbots you know but that's what that's not what we wanted to do so um we are more in between <laughs> but I, i understand both type of people uh, it makes sense thank you so much so if people want to use junebot they're excited about it they want to learn more or more about you what are the best websites or links for them to do that and i'll make sure to write the junebot website as well as your twitter in the description oh thank you uh yes they can join uh, they can reach me on uh, linkedin on my linkedin uh, i always answer and uh, if they want to try junebot uh, they can uh, sign up and uh, they have a free 14 days free trial so they can try everything Thank you. And before we end, I also highly recommend to all the viewers and listeners Processio. I'm sure it can integrate with the APIs of Junebot. Processio is the modern low-code, no-code platform for advanced automation and creating an enterprise-grade backend for your software. So I know you mentioned Make, but it's like something more advanced and more cool. Uh, you, any listener can request access to a free account at Processio.app. They can use it forever. It's really wonderful. And those with business needs, with higher needs, they can take advantage of a 50% discount code, which is better 50 off one word in capital letters, more information in the description Kami this was my privilege my honor such a wonderful project you're working on keep going and thank you yeah, thank you too for having me